95.1 The Peak. It is Talk to the Town with John and Melanie. 15 degrees, heading up to a high of 18 clouds and a 60% chance of showers throughout your day. He is our member of Parliament for Simcoe Gray. Uh, joining us from Ottawa, we say hello to Terry Dowdle. Terry, great to have you. Hi, good morning. I hope uh, everyone has a, is going to have a great day and, and a good weekend. Now, uh, we are we got balmy temperatures here uh, back home. Uh, what's it like in Ottawa? You got some snow yet? <laughs> no, no, actually, it's uh, it's beautiful here. Uh, we, you know, I'm sure back home we had we've had quite a bit of rain. It hasn't been hard rain uh, earlier this week. It's been more of a drizzle, but uh, yeah, yesterday was was absolutely beautiful, and uh, this morning looks like it's going to be uh, a nice day as well. Very, <laughs> that's nice because Ottawa, as a rule, is is really cold mm. and windy. So, uh, pretty happy to see the weather the way it is today. Well, it is a viral storm on the internet when you consider that uh, Pierre Polyev, the uh, the uh, P- the uh, conservative leader, uh, has uh, gone viral with his famous Apple interview. What were your thoughts when you saw that? Well, uh, first of all, I think like uh, a lot of the public, uh, I watched it and uh, I actually got a bit of a chuckle out over it because uh, just seeing him, uh, how calm he was when he was uh, eating the apple there and. Uh, and just answering the questions and, and just wondering where the questions were coming from. So uh, it, it was certainly certainly comical, and he, you know, the reporter was was trying to go uh, in a in a certain direction that, uh, uh, quite frankly, not sure why. And and I thought he did a fantastic job, and and certainly went viral. Like you said, I've I've heard from so many people, and I know that the uh, the amount of hits it's went you know right across not just north america the world actually and uh and it was quite uh, quite good to see and hopefully people will ask questions that uh you know are relative to the topic uh that people are talking to and and you know journalism quite frankly hopefully is is not not uh, opinion pieces uh, when 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 they're asking news questions and and are are direct so uh it was it was a lot of fun. Certainly, lots of hits, and uh, certainly for our our party, it's it's been it's been fantastic, and and getting a lot of new people uh, actually talking about it. So uh, we're we're pretty 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 happy to see it. International coverage for sure, and uh, you know a lot of folks, and I I think I concur with them in terms of of journalism. Uh, certainly, that journalist was was stepping out of bounds and, and, and it was sloppy journalism and, 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 you know, Pierre called them on it, but it's interesting to see how the tides of social media can go when you see edited versions of that, where, where the journalist claims are actually founded when they clip the arts together. Uh, what's the, what's your party's reaction to that? Well, there's been a lot of different clips uh, that have been comical since yeah. there that people um, ha- have done, but uh, you know, for the most part, I think if people watch it, if people see it, um, and just see sometimes how the media's went on certain topics, um, it, people people have enjoyed it. There'll there'll always be that uh, um, you know people have different views, and that's what's great about this country. And and there'll be people that that don't like it as well. Um, but I just know dealing with the media in particular, and and certainly not you, <laughs> uh, and, and and what we're doing here today. But uh, you know, some, sometimes it is kind of slanted or jaded uh, in, in a certain way uh, on both sides. So, uh, quite frankly, I, journalism uh, to me uh, doesn't seem to be the same as it was years ago when it was just things were presented and, and the public got to uh, decide really what the end result of the of the 
journalists' questions were going to be, whereas uh, it, it sort of changed in a certain direction. So uh, I, I, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, people will look at it and, and, and see it in that light. I'm sure there's been lots of discussions uh, in the House Commons in regards to Israel, Hamas, uh, talking about uh, a ceasefire or whether we can, you know, get humanitarian aid where it needs to go. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure you're getting um, individuals, residents from both sides uh, having issues uh, to discuss with, with, your, with your office. Uh, you hit the nail right on the head, Mel. It's... Uh... My inbox has has blown up. Probably one of the biggest issues um, since since I've been elected, for sure. Uh, and and you're right, exactly. Both both uh, from both sides, uh, both countries. So um, you know, first of all, first of all, Hamas is 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 a terrorist organization. End of story. And and Israel has the right, um, you know, to go after after them. But the, yeah, certainly the the Palestinian people. Uh, aren't all part of that uh, organization? They have right. taken over uh, the Gaza corridor, but certainly we we agree. And, and our our shadow critic is is Michael Chong, which is a fantastic guy. He's a shadow minister for foreign affairs, and um, certainly we support any effort at all to you know allow Canadian citizens and other foreign nationals to to be able to safely exit Gaza and re- and return to the country uh, of their citizenship. And uh, it, it is frustrating, but those efforts. You know, by necessity, really require temporary pauses in military activity, so that we can, uh, you know, ensure the safety of those involved. And, and you know, we we agree that's something that we have to do. Um, we support all efforts for sure to bring any kind of food, or water, or any medicine, um, humanit- you know, any humanitarian aid whatsoever to the innocent civilians over in Gaza. Um, that are stuck in that, uh, you know, they're calling the humanitarian corridor, mm-hmm. um, and and certainly support. We support a temporary pause for, for these these, you know, humanitarian reasons. But really, you know, we we have to recognize that Israel certainly has the right to defend itself and take action to eliminate the threat posed by by Hamas. And and you know, quite frankly, it has to be said they are a terrorist organization. End of story. So um, we hope you know these. We hope that the temporary pauses will be respected by all um, uh, that are part of it. And uh, but yeah, it's 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 a difficult time into in the world. And you start looking at you know we're talking all about Hamas right now, but there's there's also the over in Russia and Ukraine still going on. It's kind of put in the back burner because of all this. But you see a lot of these. Uh, uh, unfortunately, communist countries—they're—they're they're siding together now, and they're—and they're moving in a certain direction. Uh, and and it's like I say, it's—it's it's scary times. But uh, we we you know certainly certainly need to hopefully get those that uh, aren't part of of the terrorist organization that they have the opportunity uh, to get out of that area. And and like I say, anybody else from Canada as well. So we are getting calls. Um, and uh, I, I just can't imagine the frustration and the people wondering what's going on when they do have loved ones uh, over in those areas. So I'm Carrie, hoping that do you that think that the nation is doing respected. enough? Do you think Canada is doing enough in terms of commitment of uh, of military aid, financial aid? Should we be stepping up and and can we afford to with our commitments to Ukraine? Well, that's uh, that's that's a great question. Unfortunately, our interview is really short here each month uh, to get into all those kind of details. But definitely, as a whole, we need to do more. Um, the, these threats, uh, unfortunately, are probably more common. 
uh, in the future, and we certainly aren't uh, doing our part when it comes to uh, to military uh, aid and, and and boosting our military, whether whether it's equipment, whether it's personnel, um, technology, uh, and not just not just only for ourselves as a country, but to be a true partner um, within the Five Eyes organization. Uh, we, we've, we're not where we used to be, and uh, more than ever, we need to be when we see these events uh, unfolding throughout the world. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. I'm glad you threw that in there. Are we doing enough? Uh, no. And if we don't de- defend some of these other countries, these other democracies, um, you know, unfortunately, communist regimes will, will grow. And that's, you know, we don't see it here because we have such a great country, but it will affect us in the long run. So we really need to do our part and to uh, and to stand up to these terrorist organizations and uh, and other regimes that are that are trying to get rid of other democracies throughout the world. Switching gears uh, a little bit, there's discussion about Alberta and their how they contribute to the CPP and if they're going to continue with that. Is this something that we are hearing? You know, other provinces is Ontario. Should we be worried? Uh, I think. Uh, well, first of all. It's sad that all of a sudden Alberta, Alberta for years is, uh, seems to be slighted and, and, uh, you just look, you know, basically <laughs> they feel slighted. There's no doubt about it. Whether it's their, you know, energy sector, uh, seems to be something that isn't appreciated perhaps throughout the rest of the world. And as we know, they pay, uh, quite a bit of money into, uh, equalization payments for many, many years if you look at it. So, um, first of all, I'd ask why are they so frustrated with, with Canada right now and, and why did we become, uh, you know, that they don't want to be part of, part of Canada. So, uh, that's the first question that I think, unfortunately, the current government's been that way with them instead of maybe working alongside. But, uh, I, you know, certainly everyone's worried. I know there's a letter from the, the provincial, um, the provincial minister, um, just just they want a meeting with Christia Freeland just to see exactly what it will mean. But uh, I'm sure it's, it's so it's many more conversations need to be. It's three hundred and thirty-four billion dollars, um, which is huge yeah. if it happens. But um, why do they not want to be part of the whole? And that's and that's the part that uh, I find extremely frustrating. Uh, I think you know right now um, what those numbers are. We don't know, but it's it's a big risk too as well for for the government uh, in Alberta to, to start that process. Um, it'll be a few years down the line and, and how it'll affect uh, them as well. But it is a huge chunk of money that's been uh, accumulated. And, and when you look at that $334 billion, they figure, it's not all figured out for sure. Um, yeah, it's going to affect it's going to affect everyone, and we want to keep everyone together. And it's just another step. You know, Quebec for a while they they're frustrated as well. So um, there's some provinces just frustrated they're not being listened to uh, by this uh, by the government is, is what I think. And uh, I would I would try and rectify that problem. Yeah. Uh, and and hopefully that they don't don't have these these issues that are there. And and you know Alberta I think does feel slighted. There's no, there's no doubt about it. We hear about it here. Um, and like I say, Quebec's not happy. Uh, and if one starts, uh, who knows where it'll end after that. And, and, uh, we have a great country. We still have the best country in the world. So I'm just hoping that, uh, we got to keep it together. We got to keep it, we got to keep it together. And you know what? Uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, that, that will be the end result that hopefully, uh, they'll realize that we're better as a whole. Terry Dottle is our member of parliament for Simcoe Gray. 
Thanks so much for joining us on Talk of the Town, Terry. That was great. Just one quick uh, plug, if I can. Yeah. I, I, I won't be home till that week. I'm home in the weekends, but uh, November 11th is Remembrance Day. This year, I believe it falls on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping everyone gets out with all the events that are going on in the world. I know Collingwood has one, Ravana, Wasaga Beach is actually a week earlier uh, on the Sunday. Uh, I hope everyone has an opportunity to get out and thank uh, those that have served and those that are serving today because we are so fortunate to have them. Uh-huh.